most of you are aware, I did quite a bit of mission work in Uganda, Africa. And uh, the Lord, in teaching, we, <coughs> we had a special invitation to teach a, an entire group. And I'm talking about 350 strong Trinitarian ministers who were hungry to hear what we had to say about one God. And many of them today is, have been baptized in Jesus' name. They're pastoring their churches now and believe this great message. But I was teaching, and, and uh, I was teaching a little bit along some of what I was talking earlier in the first session today. And all of a sudden, it hit me, and it, it appears the Lord gave me a little something that, that uh, got their attention because many of them were ready to convert uh, after that session. And I'm just teaching on one God, as most of you have heard many times. But I just stopped, and for some reason, I said, and, and I called them brethren by faith, amen. And I said, brethren, let me just share this with you. We may both be wrong, but we're not both right. And I repeated that several times. I said, we may both be wrong, but we're not both right. And I said, if you really feel that I'm wrong, and you're right in believing that God is three persons, then you owe it to me to show me my other two persons because I am made in his likeness and in his image. So I'm waiting. Is there any one of you can come show me my other two persons? And I, I saw that puzzled look on their face, and I said, but I can show you, amen. I have children. I'm a father, amen. I have a father. I'm a son, praise God. And I am a spirit that's going to live forever someday, but you're not seeing but one, praise God, hallelujah, amen. And, of course, I didn't just quit there. I elaborated quite a bit, but. Just thought I'd pass that on. You may get in a discussion with somebody someday. Praise God. And uh, don't argue, just discuss. Hallelujah. It is so good to be back in Baytown, and I'll try, Brother Grant, if he's got a microphone in there where he can hear me, I'll try to take it easy. But I love what I feel. Praise God. And uh, being Mother's Day, I... Uh, I feel something on my heart. Will you, will you allow me, as I said earlier, in Sunday school, the, my relationship with this church goes back nearly 30 years. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, there are certain, a few churches in Sister Oya and I's life that um, hold a dear, dear, dear spot in our heart. And Baytown is one of them, praise God. And uh, 
when I when I stand in this pulpit, my friendship with Brother and Sister Grant and some of the others that are here, and Brother Grant, let me just, I don't know if you know this. I need to, I'm glad you walked back in because I wanted to remember to say this. In my sickness and in my surgery, I mean, some of the wonderful saints of this church have been in contact with Sister Royer time and time again in many ways, some on the phone, some Facebook, checking up on us, letting us know this, praying for us, amen, and uh, being a blessing to our life. And I want them to know we don't take that lightly. We don't take that for granted, amen. We appreciate it very much, amen. And uh, I, uh, I had to concede to God and my family that I guess the Lord does have a little something left for me to do because I wanted to go home. Praise God. But here I am at Baytown, and if you'll give me permission, I want to talk to Baytown. And I may just do that in order to obey Brother Grant, but if I feel the anointing, I ain't promising anything. Praise God. And I, I do feel it even now. But I know you don't have to scream and strut the veins in your neck to, to give the word of the Lord. Praise God. But I'll, uh, I, I do want to leave you with something I feel the Lord has impressed me with. And since you're standing, just remain standing, and I'll begin in Matthew chapter 13. And uh, I'll just talk to you a little bit from my heart here today, but I want to. Uh, but let me just give you my title. Amen. An appeal to Mama. Mother's Day, so an appeal to Mama. Praise God. In Matthew 13, let me begin reading. Jesus is explaining uh, the sower, the parable of the sower that he had already shared with his disciples. And in verse 38, we pick up, he said, The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of the world. The Son of Man shall send forth, notice this, the Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom. Some more of that scripture I think we don't really pay a lot of attention to when we read it. But where are the angels going? They're going to the kingdom. And he said, they're going to gather out of his kingdom. Amen. All things that offend and them which do iniquity. Please take note of that. And shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Praise God. 
While you're still standing, let me go back to the parable itself and, and tie it in. I'm not going to read it all. But Jesus told the disciples about the pair, tares. He said, let both grow together until the harvest. Notice that. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares. Isn't that amazing? Praise God. And bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Now, that's the parable. Jesus explained it in the scriptures that we read beginning. Amen. My appeal to Baytown today, if I never stand in this pulpit again, and I think I'm supposed to be here next Sunday perhaps, maybe we can be a little different, but I, uh, I want to appeal to Baytown from my heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Would you lift your hands and just ask God to talk to our hearts before we go home on this Mother's Day? Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Master, I need you now, Lord. 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 Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Grant, for the invitation to be here. We love you dearly. An appeal to Mama. Amen. Just let me reiterate a little bit of what we read here today. It's been intriguing to me for some years now that the Lord said, in the time of the harvest, amen, I will... Say to the reapers, Amen. You you go into the field, Amen. And it it it's interesting to me that he said, find the tares first and bind them in bundles. Now, as I said, I feel at home and I'm I may get a little bit more pastoral than I should today, but I know Brother Grant, and, and I feel my liberty here today. Amen. we got a lot of stuff going on in the realm of Pentecost today. Amen. And I know your pastor and what he believes, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take my liberty here for just a moment and tell you, amen, uh, we got a lot of, apostolic churches, Pentecostal churches that at one time looked Pentecostal and they lived apostolic lifestyles. But there's a whole lot that's changing. Amen. And I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but I just want you to understand what's going on. You ever, you ever heard yourself ask or hear somebody ask you, what in the world's going on? What's happening? Amen. So much is changing. Now, the world is going to change. But God's church is still the same. He's still the same yesterday and today and forever. Praise God. And so we, we find ourselves saying, what, what in this world is going on? What's, what's happening? Sister Royer and I have have discussed 
Amen. This many times, Brother Grant. Hallelujah. And, and I, I hate to have to share this with you, but uh, in, in our retirement and being invited here, there, and yonder, amen. Uh, let me commend the musicians and the singers today. Amen. I felt your worship. Amen. It was more than entertainment. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I have to confess to you, I've been a few places lately. I felt like I was at some kind of variety show. Praise God. I didn't feel the Holy Ghost. I didn't feel the power of God. Amen. Talent was being displayed. Nothing wrong with talent. Nothing wrong with ability. Amen. But let me appeal to mama today. Amen. Don't ever lose your apostolic worship. Hallelujah. Don't ever lose what you are and what you have been. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But he, let me just real quickly tell you, and I'll move on to Revelation. But if you'll allow me just to say it this way, if you're wondering what's going on, I'm just going to say it this way. The, the reapers are in the harvest. Can I help you understand something and give you a determination to stand true to the Word of God today? Amen. Hallelujah. What, what's happening, if you notice in, in Jesus' interpretation of it, he said the reapers are going to go into the kingdom. And out of that kingdom, they're going to take everything that offends and that does iniquity. Hallelujah. One writer said it this way even way back. In the early church, he said, they left us because they never were really a part of us. Now, let me just preface so this will go on tape. I'm not talking about organizations so much tonight or today. Amen. I am talking about the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I know what God did for me. Hallelujah. I know what God, some of them elders you talked about that are not even here today, Brother Grant. Amen. I remember some 25 years ago. Amen. They were living for God. When you saw them then, amen, you see what you see then, you see it today. Praise God. Can I say to you, oh, I feel this tonight, amen, or today. God, help us somehow. Is there anybody in the house that will say, amen, I don't want that rope around me. Don't bundle me with that bunch. Praise God. Can I suggest to you today, I may not know a tear. Brother Grant may not know a tear, but I promise you the angels know the difference. And they're gathering in bunches today. It's the word of God being fulfilled. I got some of my own family, the ropes around them. Hallelujah. I heard somebody say preach a while ago. You, I hope you meant it. Praise God. Because in Revelation, I want to read a passage of Scripture to you. And uh, I'll start reading in Revelation 12 and 10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. 
And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Amen. Notice that. How did they overcome? By the blood of the Lamb. I don't know. I may talk about that when I come back next week, but uh, this is going on tape, I know, but I'm going to say it anyway because, amen, the apostle Jude, if you'll remember when he got ready, he said, I I really sat down here, and I'm just paraphrasing. He said, when I picked up the pen, I wanted to talk to you about the common salvation. But he said, something came over me, and I need to tell you to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Praise God. That word contend there, if you look it up, it means fight. Hallelujah. Brother Roy, what are you doing? I just don't mind telling you I'm in a fight tonight. Amen. And since God spared me in a heart attack, I'm going to fight harder than I ever have before in my life. Praise God. I am going to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't like what's going on, and I hope you don't. Baytown, amen. I'm appealing to mama today on Mother's Day. Praise God. Notice what he said. Amen. And, and, and I'm going to touch on this just barely because I may talk about it next week a little more. Amen. But I received information. I've got a niece and a nephew that were instructed by their pastor to go to a certain church somewhere between the Atlantic and the Pacific and attend a growth seminar. Brother Grant, I may be telling you something you already know, but they went and they came back telling me, and and I said, surely not. They said, we've got the tapes. You can listen to it if you want to. In fact, they said, we've got the videos if you want it. But said, here's what they're teaching. Amen. And it was a church that, I had a lot of confidence in, Brother Grant. I, 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 at least I thought I did. Amen. But they said, look, if you want to grow and you want to be effective in the world now that we live in, you can't be what we used to be. Don't sing about the blood. Don't preach about the blood. Our world don't understand it when you're talking about the blood. Now, I'm telling you what they taught. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. If there isn't such a thing as a righteous indignation, it got me up. Praise God. Because it says right here, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I may deal with that next Sunday, but let me let me get into the latter part of that. And by the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. By the word of their testimony. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me go back to chapter. Amen. Nine, I believe it is, or six, is it? Praise God. Chapter six. Let me read another verse that bears that out. Amen. And I'll begin reading with verse nine. Chapter six and verse nine. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain by the word of God, for the word of God, I'm sorry, slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Praise God. Notice that. Amen. They were slain, hallelujah, for their testimony that they held on to. Praise God. What is my appeal to Baytown today? 
my appeal to Baytown and any other church that I get the privilege to preach in that I know what they have been and what they are, amen, is this. Whatever you do, don't lose your testimony. Hallelujah. It's a battle. It's a fight, yes. But can I, can I appeal to you today, Mama? Amen. And I say that because you are mother to many, many, many souls. Hallelujah. And in some ways, you're mine and Sister Rowe's mama. Y'all, y'all cuddled us and took care of us in a very trying time in our life. Amen. Men like Brother Delat and some of the others, Brother Blackie that was mentioned, Brother and Sister Casto who are not able to be here today. Amen. Some of those became dear friends of ours, and they, they helped us in a time. Of, so I, I don't have any problem calling you mama today. Praise God. But can I say again, don't lose your testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. It is what you're going to overcome by. It's what's going to carry you to the end. And as the ropes are being wrapped around different ones and they're pulling together, amen, I'm going to tell you what I think the rope is. It's the Internet. They have a support system in the Internet they've never had before. Praise God. But what it's doing, they're being bundled together. I just read it to you out of the Word of God. They're being bundled together out of the kingdom. Well, you're kind of quiet. Maybe I need to stress that a little longer. Amen. If you feel a little pressure pushing you toward compromise today, you better be careful. Well, two or three of you believe that. I'm going to say it again. Amen. If you feel a little pressure pushing you toward compromise today, you better be careful. It just might be a reaper that's putting a rope around you to get you bottled up with a bunch. I told you I'm at war today, and I don't care who knows it. I'm at war against compromise of the Word of God in the apostolic lifestyle. Is it possible? How many of you ever read the 11th chapter of Hebrews? Praise God. We call it the Roll call of the faithful, heroes of faith. Amen. But let me ask you this. Have you ever seen Solomon's name there? You won't find it, would you? Isn't that strange? I didn't bring my notebook so I could redeem the time. I'm just talking from memory right now, but I'm talking from my heart right now. Amen. If anybody should have been in that 11th chapter of Hebrews, it's Solomon. You remember his prayer? I don't even know how to go out and come in. He had a relationship with God. What a testimony that God would give him wisdom like no other. But somewhere, he, uh, listen to me carefully, please. I'm talking to you, Mama. Somewhere he decided 
the way to win the world is to become like the world, and he married a lot of the king's daughters around him. Amen. What are you saying, Brother Rory? I'm telling you, he lost his testimony. If anybody's name should have been there, it should have been him. Praise God. Hallelujah. But it wasn't. Amen. Judas, you won't find his name in the 11th chapter of Hebrews. But let me remind you, what a testimony he had. Amen. He he was one of the 12. Handpicked, if you please, out of the crowd. What happened? Well, Solomon loved the world. He, he, he wanted to be friends of the world to keep peace. And I emphasize that, that word. He wanted to keep peace. And so he came up with a strategy to keep peace. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say it. I'm seeing a lot of that in Pentecost today. But Judas, money was his problem. His greed, his love for the almighty dollar caused him to lose his testimony. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's awful quiet, Brother Grant. Maybe I'm... Praise God. I've got a personal testimony of my pastorate. Oh, I've got bunches of them. <laughs> I had a young man that I was mentoring actually to be the pastor of my church when I retired. I was spending a lot of time with him and his wife, and I was literally had already talked to the church about it and and it appeared that they were all for it and so we started working in that direction training mentoring teaching spending time alone with him in prayer and just mentoring him into understanding giving him more responsibility let him take on more of the load and and uh had a great testimony, great preacher, had a great testimony of how God had brought him out of the drug world, the drug culture. Blessed a lot of people with his testimony. He knew he should have been dead. Testified to that effect. One day, 
his wife walked into my office, Brother Grant. And I had just recently met with him and her in a restaurant and shared with them. I had actually laid down my plans for retirement and told them, I said, now I want you to begin to mentally prepare yourself because I'm fixing to start action in that direction. Amen. Gave them a date when I planned on turning the church over to them. Amen. And uh, this particular day, she walked into my office and said, I need to talk to you. And I said, sure. She said, you're not going to like what I got to tell you. I thought she'd had a falling out with somebody or had a problem, you know. I was just, I was prepared to be a peacemaker. And she said, she stood there in my office and said, I felt like I needed to tell you this before you turn this church over to my husband. I ain't never believed this. I did like I just saw some of you. I shook my head. I said, wait a minute. What did you just say? She said, I never have believed this. Amen. And I said, what in the world are you talking about? She said, I. I never did believe it when I was a teenager. My mom and dad raised me in the church. I learned how to be Pentecostal. I learned how to dress like a Pentecostal. They even sent me to Bible college, but I didn't really want to go. They paid the bill, and she said, but I never have really believed this. And she started telling me what she wanted to do and what in the world appealed to her, and she said, I'm going to do it. Even I'm going to do what I want to do. Praise God. And Brother Grant, she did. She never came back. Amen. She's still in the world. And, and today she's on Facebook proud of what she is, almost gloating about it. Amen. Her mom and dad still faithful to the church, still living for God. Elders in the house of God, in the kingdom of God. But that young man, amen, with all of that wonderful testimony, praise God. He, he's nowhere near God today. He put forth a little effort for about 90 days, and next thing I know, he joined her. Amen. Started doing what she was doing. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, as Paul Harvey says, the rest of the story. They had a beautiful young girl. Amen. But today they're divorced. They're going in two different directions. Now it's quiet, and I realize the soberness of what I'm saying, but what I'm talking to you about, Mama, I'm appealing to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Individually, don't lose your testimony. Hallelujah. The tragedy of a lost testimony. How horrible it is to think of what he had been. I've heard him preach some marvelous messages, but all of that testimony don't amount to a hill of beans today because of where he's at. 
I'm appealing to somebody today individually. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Can I say to you collectively as a church, Mama, don't lose your testimony. Brother Roy, what are you saying? I, I'm, I'm just going to rush on and try to obey the pastor. I know some of you got plans for Mother's Day, and I'll try not to interfere with that. Give me just a few more minutes. It's not only individuals that lose their testimony. Brother Grant, whole churches, whole assemblies have lost their testimony. And there's Bible for it. Praise God. I won't take the time to read it, but if you'll go to the church at Pergamos, amen, the Lord had a lot of good things to say about them. Praise God. Hallelujah. A lot of good things. In fact, I may go ahead and read it. Let me just go back. Praise God. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things saith he which hath the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works where thou dwellest. Listen at this compliment. Amen. He said, he said, you're right in the middle of where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name. Amen. You're right in the middle of where Satan dwells, and yet you hold fast to my name and hast not denied my faith. Even in those days wherein Anubis was my faithful martyr who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth, I don't have time to tell you about Antipas and what really took place, but amen. He suffered a terrible death. Hallelujah. But listen, but I have a few things against thee because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication so hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Praise God. Pergamos, amen. You're holding on to the faith. You hadn't denied my name, but you've let some things come in. Normally I would go ahead and bear out, amen, the doctrine of Balaam and the Nicolaitans, but let me just suffice it by giving you a quick summary statement. Amen. Balaam's doctrine was just mingle with the world a little bit. Hallelujah. Won't hurt anything. Just take on a little bit of the world and kind of like Solomon, you'll keep peace. But in Balaam's case, if you go back and study it, he told Balak, he said, That's, if you'll do that, God himself will curse them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Nicolaitans were somewhat the same but yet different. Amen. They, their, their doctrine was just uh, appeasing. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, get along. Amen. Don't be different. Praise God. And again, I don't have the time to bear all of that out, but the Lord told you, you go and read it. He said, if you don't get rid of it, amen, 
I'm going to come and fight against it myself. Praise God. I'm appealing to Mama today. And I know it's Mother's Day, and this is a little strange. Probably I ought to, I ought to preach something to have you on your feet shouting, I guess. But, but this, is, this is in my heart. Amen. When God spared me in the heart attack, hallelujah, and let me live, I made a commitment. I said, God, amen, I hate that stuff. Amen. I'm going to fight against it everywhere I go. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach against it everywhere I go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to fight. I'm going to contend for the faith. Would you stand today? Hallelujah. Mama, don't lose your testimony. What are you saying, Brother Royer? Like I said, I've been a part of Baytown off and on for 30 years. And I'm glad to tell you today, amen, what I felt in the worship service, and I know it's a holiday, and I know sometimes our minds are elsewhere. And one brother came up to me after the Sunday school session said, you did real good. We was just all asleep. Praise God. I'm not looking for a response. I've just come with an appeal in my heart to Baytown. Churches all around you are losing their testimony. But can I appeal to Mama today? If I live another year and Brother Grant happens to invite me back to this pulpit, can I ask you, Baytown, don't lose your testimony. Brother Grant, I know what you believe, and I know what you've held together since you've been here. But what we're seeing is in the transition of retirement, churches are losing their testimony. I know this is sobering and it's a little odd probably for Mother's Day. But I just, I just wonder if some of you would mind coming to the front and just praying that prayer and say, God, help me individually to help this church to never lose its testimony. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm talking about the church, the kingdom. Hallelujah. If you've been feeling a little bit of a nudge toward compromise, hallelujah, let me admonish you, don't lose your testimony. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You still believe the message? While, while the worship was going on, I, the, the worship in the audience, amen, overwhelmed me. I was so glad. I, I've been in services where when the singers are singing, everybody's just, amen, hallelujah. But that worship, that magnifying God as the praises are going forth, Amen. That love in the Word of God when it's preached. Amen. Standing to your feet and acknowledging the presence of God. Amen. Mama, don't lose that.
Hallelujah. Don't lose that. Amen. I'm not going to try to preach standards today, but you've got a pastor that holds a certain standard. Amen. Whatever you do, amen, don't lose that. Don't lose that desire for that. Don't lose that love for that. Don't lose your obedience to that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because Satan would love to have Baytown's testimony. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Brother Grant, come up. Trust him. Amen. We haven't been too bad today. But this is my heart, folks. I'm appealing to you, Mama. Don't lose your testimony. Thank you for your anointed word. I thank you for the truth of this gospel. 